0: This is Kurt
1: and this is Jen
0: and this is Kurt and Jen make a podcast. Today we are going to break down the humor of the Flaming Lips.
1: Oh my God! Best listener suggestion yet. Very excited. Are you a big really? Yeah.
0: Right off the bat, we're going with a superlative.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: that is that is I'm, coming in strong.
1: You you know what I like what I like and I'm not going to be sad about it. So.
0: I'm just surprised because you also like the wombats quite a bit too. And that was a listener suggestion.
1: I know. I just, the flaming lips are like such a fun, experimental, weird, wonderful band. Yes, they are. It's very much like the American equivalent of the beta band. And I love it. But Wayne Coyne is even more exciting than the beta band. So it's, oh, it's just so exciting. I have so many things to talk about. guys.
0: Excellent. Well, don't let me slow you down. Okay. You... Well,
1: well, well, let's start with a classic. Okay. which I think, you know, what song I'm going to reference here. And it has been covered by some amazing people that we have covered on this podcast. Um, the song is she don't use jelly and let's listen to that very first part of that. First, she
0: make it toast, but she don't use butter she don't use cheese she don't use jelly or
1: any of these she uses Vaseline.
0: Vaseline.
1: Yes she don't use jelly so That's such a funny song why I have would you spread it on toast. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> so I have, I've actually put more thought into this song than probably any other song that we've broken down.
1: Oh my god! So please tell me more.
0: Yes. Well, so this song is like a a great improv bit. Let me explain.
1: Okay, I was gonna be <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not seeing how it's a great improv. I mean, like, I'm okay. sure we could make it great because you know. We can't okay. but...
0: so, so the first so the, we played the first verse yes. and they talk about how she's she's making toast and she doesn't use butter, doesn't use cheese, um, but she uses Vaseline. Okay, mm-hmm. so you've got a comic premise set up. Oh, or, that, or her
1: premise is that she uses something that she shouldn't use. Right. That's her right. comic premise. Okay, cool.
0: So I mean I'm not saying that it's you know it's it's gold it's comedy gold at this point. However, you've set up a premise, second verse comes in uh i know a guy goes shows uh, uh when he's at home he blows his nose he doesn't use tissues or his sleeve he doesn't use napkins or any of these he uses magazines mm-hmm. same you know so it's basically doing the same premise so and we've done it's,
1: a, it's a tag run it's a tag run now that's happening
0: yeah yeah so okay. you well uh, yeah so you're setting you know you set up a premise and then in the third verse comedy rule of three you do it you do it the third you time. The third time. Talking about a girl who wants to uh, change the color of her hair, Jeez. and she doesn't use anything she, you buy at the store, which most people do. She uses tangerines, so it's got this three, you know, three beats of the same sort of premise, and all three of the words that they use rhyme, which you know.
1: Well, they rhyme and they're funny words. Like you can't, yeah. like you can't, like you can't be serious and say the word Vaseline. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. And you can't tangerine is another one. Like you can't be like, Oh yeah. Tangerine. Like it doesn't, it doesn't come off as a hard word. Like it's a, it's a funny word, which I appreciate the, have you seen the video for this? Shirt?
0: I have seen the video. Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. So Wayne coin has bright, bright. Tangerine hair. And yes. that is lovely. But then like halfway through, it starts like they put it they put like very brightly colored filters over the camera and so you get like bright tangerine bright teal bright um like yellows and it's just like wow i want this as an instagram filter like i want this in my life now like and then there's (laughs) bubbles like there's a bubble machine somewhere off screen i don't know but there are bubbles and then like it's a real brightly colored i'm like can i just live in this video
0: I get the feeling that you would probably say that to a lot of the Flaming Lips videos. They, oh my gosh. they seem to have a very gen aesthetic to them. So
1: um I'm not gonna lie, all uh, ten songs that I had listed here, um I watched the videos. They are very, and they're all perfect. Um because They're all perfect? They're wow. perfect. Um <laughs> That's not hyper that's not hyperbole. Uh, they're all perfect. And <laughs> And um I think that like it goes to show that this is such a visual band. Like it's not just about the audio for them. Um Kurt, do you know how they got signed?
0: I'm not sure I know this story.
1: Oh my gosh, so great story. They are from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm, right? Uh the OKC, as I like to call it when I visit. Um, it's a lovely place. And they were playing um like a smaller venue in Oklahoma city. And I guess somebody from a record label was there. Cause they had heard about the flaming lips, whatever. Um, and they nearly burnt the place down with their pyrotechnics and they I were ha- signed that night.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm just I saying. Heard, I heard two sure.
0: thirds of that story. I did not realize they were signed the same night that they almost oh, yeah. burned the place down. Nice.
1: hmm. Oh, rock and roll. And, 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 the, and,
0: and there was a street named after the Flaming Lips in what? Oklahoma City. Yeah. What?
1: Have I not been there? I haven't been to the street. I didn't realize this.
0: Is well, in two different R- places.
1: Flaming Lips Road?
0: Um, it, in one place, it, was, it said that it was a street. And then another place, it said it was an alley. So. I will uh, go to
1: either of these places okay. and take and a selfie. Was,
0: yeah, and it was near the uh, what they the entertainment district. Yes, so. I
1: know where that is. That is oh, you do? Generally okay. where I stay about.
0: Well, I am surprised that you had not checked it out already. I
1: had not heard the story yet, Kurt. Why were you holding out on me? Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm only like five
0: Kurt. minutes into this podcast. I'm not holding out that long. <laughs> <laughs> Could have opened it with, hey, and this is current Jen make a podcast. Jen, did you know that they have a street name after The Flaming Lips? And no
1: <laughs> you should have done it like that. Okay. Next time. Next time. Next time I get a good nugget. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Uh, okay. So another wonderful song um, by The Flaming Lips is a very repetitive song. And so as such, I don't need to cue it up to any specific time. I'm just going to randomly play it at a random time in the song and hopefully get what I wanted to get out of it. Let's see. so that would be of course the song yeah 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 and have you seen the video for that one
0: i have not seen the video for it
1: uh so i can't remember if i think there are two different versions but my favorite one is uh it's called um yeah 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 uh wayne wayne's big lips and it's just they just focus oh. the camera on his lips the whole time
0: his, his actual lips or his, his actual
1: like... lips
0: because i have seen v- images of him with like a large not exactly wax lips but like similar concept just really big lips on
1: him nope this nope. is just oh, okay. oh i'm sorry wayne's big mouth is what it's called so you just see his mouth singing the words and it's oh. so funny. I I don't. I was like, I was like, does it change at any point in time? No. You watch it straight through. It's just his mouth. It's great. Um, okay. I just I just love that they take such bold choices in their songs and in their videos. Like it's just such a great band.
0: So so I have heard the song, and the song is kind of a uh, not exactly a a you know fun song. I mean, it's, it's a thought experiment. It is absolutely a thought experiment. Talking about you know the concept of power. If power corrupts, is absolute power corrupt absolutely? And you know it's kind of deep. And yeah. it's uh, most of
1: their I would argue that most of their songs are pretty deep.
0: Yeah, which is kind of why not a lot of their songs I found to be that funny what absolutely well they're absolutely thoughtful and very experimental and fun all the stuff you said at the top of the podcast i I agree with but uh, and 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 again i didn't see this video so um well again
1: it's just exactly as i described so just put like your hands around your mouth and my um, my
0: mouth is not as funny as wayne Coyne's mouth so
1: okay (laughs) okay good to know good to know (laughs) Seems weird though that you're a comedian slash like an improviser and then you're on a funny podcast if you think your' if your mouth isn't as funny. mine certainly is.
0: so <laughs> The image of my mouth.'m I'm, I'm very funny with the eyes, right? The eyes are where the humor is. The
1: eyes are where your humor is. Okay, oh yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. We're gonna give you a pass on that one. First. Okay. <sighs> All right. So- do you have a song? I, I do
0: have another song. Okay. I and this is a song that is a a story, which I often enjoy. Um,
1: oh, I hope and, it's the one I'm thinking of. Uh,
0: you know what? There's a decent chance that it is.
1: In Jack says, "How'd you do?"
0: Then he handed me this wonderful statue, and I said. that she gave me It shines so bright
1: that I couldn't help believe it would save me <laughs> So good.
0: Yes, which is based on a, a true story apparently about how he was touring with or just ran into Jack White and backstage and Jack White gave him a fiber optic Jesus and... He wrote a song about it.
1: Describe to me what, like, what do we think that this fiber optic Jesus looks like? Is it like, um, is it like those wands that you get at like Disney World, where it's like a bunch of just like white strands, and but it's like shaped like Jesus, and then you turn on the button at the bottom, and then Jesus glows rainbow. Like, what happens?
0: Um, I would like to see it because I'm not—I hadn't really thought about it too much.
1: That's—that's what I visualized, and.
0: Maybe, maybe it's like a a Jesus with like light coming out of his eyes and they have the actual fiber optics coming out of Jesus's eyes and hands maybe. Oh. Just, you know, shining light on the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, you don't like that?
1: Well, I don't know. So when you said hands, I I immediately went to stigmata. Oh, okay. "Mm -hmm, Yeah. And I was like, all right.
0: (laughs) I mean, it could be like, it could be just the eyes. It could be like a Jesus Cyclops thing. Oh,
1: that would be cool. (laughs) Jesus Cyclops. Oh, laser shooting out of Jesus' eyes. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. So this reminds me um, of a song off of their new unreleased album. Um, that comes out in September. And it is, uh, oh, let's see if I can find. Why is it?
0: Yeah, so you're, you're picking songs that have not been released yet?
1: Well, I mean, like they put out videos and stuff. So I think it's fair game now. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's from an album that hasn't been released. So the song has been released in advance okay. of it. Does it, this, does that make sense?
0: Yes. This okay. reminds me of when I was at a concert once. I was at, oh, it was They Might Be Giants. At, uh, <laughs> and they played at. When they played at City Lights here in Tucson, and I remember Linnell was saying, "Don't you hate it when the band that you really like they play a bunch of songs off their new album? Well, we're going to do even one worse than that. We're going to play a bunch of songs out about, off the album that we're about to release. So
1: <laughs> even better."
0: even better right
1: even better so the song from um that new album american head is called uh my religion is you and obviously fiber optic jesus made me think of it so here i'm going to play a little bit from that I just think it's really fun. At the top, he's like, Hare Krishna, is that the thing for you? Hey, that's cool. That's cool. Glad it's for you, not for me, not for everybody. It's all good. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I just really liked it. And plus, that like weird synth noise that comes in is just so <laughs> solid. Oh, it's so fun.
0: If you like weird synth noises, then you're going to love the Flaming Lips. They have got weird synth noises in spades, let me say.
1: Look, it's just, it's so good. It's so good, Kurt. I don't understand why you don't like fun.
0: <laughs> I do like fun. <laughs> oh, do you, though? I do. do yeah, I mean, weird synth noises are cool for, you
1: know, a little while.
0: I don't know if I'd want a whole concert full of. Oh, but
1: you do. But you
0: (laughs) do. So, have you seen the Flaming Lips in concert? I have
1: not. I have not not either. And even more disappointing than that, Kurt, I don't know if you know, but in 2011, they um, released a USB with four songs on it. Did you know that part?
0: Yes. I mean, like you purchase a USB?
1: No, hold on. What you purchase is a life-size human skull made out of uh gummy, like a gummy human skull. Oh. And embedded in it is a four-song USB stick.
0: How much does this cost?
1: It was $150 at the time. <laughs> Hundred and fifty. Did you? I did not. It? I did okay. not purchase it because I had just graduated, like a year before, from grad school, which leaves you destitute, and so I am so sad to this day that I have not gotten this gu- Like I'm like, surely one crazy person out there still has it, like in its gummy, like encasement, right? Like that's delightful.
0: No, but would you want a what? What year did you say? Two thousand seven.
1: 2011. 2011. Do you want
0: a nine-year-old skull-sized gummy?
1: I mean, just for uh, it could be like an art piece, because um, I'm I would not take it apart. Also, would oh, you leave to,
0: the USB in there?
1: Yeah, I would leave it in there. I think.
0: Oh, I, know. I, t- I
1: don't think you're getting the full
0: experience. I think That's I think true. they to, they want you to eat to it. Eat, eat it
1: and then and then listen. Yeah. Okay. Did you also know? that the only human-sized gummy is a replica of Wayne Coin, And I have <laughs> photographic evidence to prove this.
0: Uh, how do you prove that that's the only human-sized Well, it definitely gummy. was
1: the first, okay? How about that? I can, for sure, it was the first. <laughs> and I sent you a photo so that you can see and just appreciate that in case you wanted to see it. I, of and- course, want to see it. Yeah.
0: So I always envision that... Like gummy bears, where like you know, they take like a huge, like human sized gummy, or like or bear sized gummy, and then cut it down to size. But that's probably not how they do that.
1: <laughs> probably, probably not. Probably not. Oh, yeah, so good.
0: Okay, so did you did you read that it was the only human sized gummy? Or
1: I'm okay. So I'm not sure if it's the only, but I know that it was the first. Okay, I might World? have been jumping the shark there on the only, but it's definitely it was definitely the world's first. Oh,
0: they, and they go with yellow.
1: I know it's yeah. You should go with red.
0: Of course, yeah. Yeah,
1: red is the solid gummy. Tr- I was not a fan of the choice of color, but I was certainly the a fan of the choice of human. So okay. good Are there
0: job. Any USB or flash drives or zip drives no. inside of that?
1: <laughs> no, there was not. Okay. so fun
0: okay so when uh when you started off that i think they said hari krishna and i misheard it i thought that they were saying christmas okay Uh, which makes me think of the song christmas at the zoo are you familiar with this song yes was this on your list no okay so yes this is a song christmas at the zoo and it, uh, I'm going to play it at a specific point here, but basically the singer of the song on Christmas, it's not snowing, so he decides to go to the zoo and free all the animals. So I yeah. So I'm he tries to say he chose
1: that part. Why? Because in the next verse they say um, all all thanks but no thanks, man. <laughs> but well, to be concerned is good. <laughs> and I'm like, that's funny that like yeah. the orangutans and the kangaroos got together and they were like, thanks but no thanks, man.
0: But the, the funny part yeah. to me is, yeah, I mean that's the concept, right? That they, yeah. they don't like it there, but we'd rather do it ourselves, and and that's where that concept is revealed in the song so which is a funny concept and
1: i think so too
0: yeah and this could be i think this could be like the lyrics of this could be a children's book right
1: <gasps> is it oh i don't know there should, if be, there should be so many flaming lips children's books <laughs> wow i need flaming lips children's books in my life um and I didn't know it until right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes me so happy.
0: All right, uh, so just just need an illustrator because all the all the the, the words are already written. Just take the songs. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what, Mark, or I'm sorry, Mark, um, that's his brother. Wayne Coyne is the illustrator behind um, the Flaming Lips album "Yoshimi Battles Pink Robots." So that uh-huh. image on the okay. front of the album. With the big pink robot is him. He did that. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if he needs an illustrator. He's good.
0: Okay. We just need to
1: write in and be like, hey, do it though. (laughs) (laughs) Please. With that wonderful style. He
0: thought of this, right? He had to have thought of it.
1: I mean, surely, surely. And now that we've brought up that album, I'm gonna play the title song because it is quite funny.
0: So is it part one or part two you're going to play? Part
1: one. I'm going to play part one because part two is mostly inter- instrumental. Okay. And here it is. Those evil nature robots. The program.
0: So she's taking long
1: survival. Cause she knows that she it'd be tragic. If those evil robots win. Okay, first of all, robots aren't all inherently evil. Um some robots are quite nice, but I just love this so much. I just love it. So uh. at the very
0: beginning of it. They talk about how uh, her name is Yoshimi. She's a black belt in karate.
1: Mm-hmm. That does not
0: seem like the most effective tool to battle robots.
1: I mean, you don't know what kind of robot we're up against here, Kurt.
0: Yeah, that is true. But if they are if they are robots that are designed to kill humans, you think they'd be impervious to punches well, and kicks?
1: It's a pink robot, so okay. mayhaps mayhaps it wasn't designed to kill us because generally they're programmed to destroy destroy us well i understand that they're okay destroy us but destroy us doesn't mean kill us (laughs) see what i'm saying like they could just break our will so and you you decided
0: not to be a lawyer
1: (laughs) yes i decided not to be a lawyer and everyone in my family was so shocked
0: (laughs) I'm gonna assume when they say destroy us, that means ending our lives. I feel that's a safe assumption.
1: Break your spirit is also destroying. I'm just saying. Okay. I was saying. saying. Oh, it's so funny. but but you're right
0: though. A bunch of death robots, super funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A bunch of pink death robots. Super funny. You made
0: yeah, and, and they don't actually make any mention of the color in the song. It's only in the title.
1: Yeah. So we just, they needed us to know that for some reason. <laughs> they right, were like, this right. is right. very integral to the story, but we're not going to mention it ever again. It's so. like,
0: hey, Dwayne, Yoshimi battles the robots. That's not weird enough a song no. title.
1: You need to throw in a color, but like not a normal, like not a primary color. That's yeah. to expect it. Let's go with a secondary.
0: Jazz it up a little bit. Jazz
1: it up. <laughs> um, and did you know that Yoshimi is an actual person who also did vocals mostly on part two of this song? So I, I did not know that. Yeah. She is a drummer and she is a wonderful person. Oh, I okay. assume because I don't know her personally. <laughs> well, I made it sound like I did. It, I did that, not know it, her.
0: If that is not Jen in a nutshell, (laughs) she naturally assumes uh, if she does not know you, that you're a wonderful person until proven otherwise, which is
1: nice until proven guilty. That's all I'm saying. Nice until proven guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and this reminds me um, of another song off of the album that hasn't been released yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, That's where I am in my world. Um, and just a spoiler, they're releasing it also in a colored vinyl. And I'm like, should I pre-order the colored vinyl or should I just pre-order the digital? I don't know.
0: Oh yes, you do. You know exactly what I'm gonna right,
1: pre-order the colored vinyl. Okay, cool.
0: What what um, do they have color options?
1: I think it's like there's like a baby blue and a pink, but I don't know if you get both of them. Like cause it looks like they have the two in it. I don't know. So
0: Okay.
1: I've only put like 15 minutes of thought into it. So in case you couldn't hear that beautiful melody there he says orange flowers bursting into bloom Neptune, Saturn, Jupiter, the moon (laughs) and it's totally unrelated to the rest of the song okay and I guess there's a line earlier in the song where he says like tiny spaceships in a row the coolest thing I'll ever know and this is the song um, Flowers of Neptune 6 off of the new album
0: Again, this the, the Flaming Lips are exactly the Gen aesthetic, uh, you know, with the spaceships and <laughs> so i not like surprised good, at all that this came on your list.
1: I like a good sci-fi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like a good sci-fi. I like sci-fi in my music. Can we always make that happen? I don't know, but we could try.
0: So there was a, uh, okay, I'm going to take a guess at what other song you might have listed. Okay. Since I, I I only had the three, so all of those <laughs> all of those are uh, taken. Okay, I'm going to take a guess that you picked the song, There Should Be Unicorns.
1: <gasps> I didn't. I thought about it, but I didn't.
0: Okay. I, yeah. Okay. The, and the song itself, I didn't find that funny, which is why no. I didn't bring it up. But the, the,
1: but the video... The title is... Oh, what? The video and, for that one? I haven't seen it. The,
0: well and again not funny but definitely in that gen aesthetic that uh i I'm surprised that you didn't make mention of it what? okay there should be unicorns the video
1: cool. oh my gosh I'm so excited <laughs> I have i so I searched it so that as soon as we get off this podcast I could listen to it and watch okay. it and I'm so excited <sighs> <laughs> yes, so myth-
0: mythical creatures excite gen
1: yeah why wouldn't they uh, I don't understand. Um, So, Kurt, do you know the song Race for the Prize?
0: I do know that song. I listened to that. And it's a good song. It is not not on my list.
1: list. Oh, okay. I enjoyed the
0: song, but didn't... Uh, without without trying to take out too much air out of your balloon here, I didn't find it that funny. But go ahead and play it.
1: <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play like a random part of it, but the, I'm gonna tell you why first. So, okay. did you see the Flaming Lips on Stephen Colbert's Late Show? Play at home. No. <gasps> you need. I don't know if we need to pause this to let you watch it, but it was so good. So it's been during um the stay at home orders. uh, the Flaming Lips play to an audience um, on the Stephen Colbert Late Show. And they are in giant bubbles individually. Each of them is in like a giant, like hamster bubble. Yes. Yeah. And then every member of the audience is also in their own bubble. And it is so good. And I was just like, the fl- you know what? The Flaming Lips would have done this regardless.
0: Yeah. In fact, I've seen a a video, I think it was a, no, maybe it was a still, but it was Wayne Coyne on one of these plastic bubbles going out into the crowd and the crowd basically doing, you know, lifting him up in his hamster bubble. Oh. The, although the crowd was not in their bubble. So this is clearly before the, right. you know, the stay at home order. But yes, that is absolutely true that If if, uh, Stephen Colbert said, hey, I need to get a band that has their own hamster bubbles, (laughs) who are we going to call? Do
1: do you think that that's what he said? Do you think that that's what he said? (laughs) I don't think that's what he said. Gosh.
0: I'm just saying, if he said that, someone on the writing staff would just immediately raise their hand and say, flaming lips, call Mm them up. And they're like, yep, we got (laughs) Mm them.
1: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna play a random sampling from that song because why why not?
0: Theirs <laughs> is to win if
1: it
0: kills them. They're just Humans with wives and children.
1: Oh my gosh. And I just realized when he said that song, Wives and Children, um, when he said that line in the uh, Stephen Colbert video of that, um, they zoom in on a person who's holding like a, a baby who's roughly between one and two years old. And I'm like, how cool would it be to be that baby in that bubble? <laughs> like... <laughs> So the mini- baby had its
0: own mini bubble.
1: No no, no the baby was oh, okay. with its mother in a bubble oh, okay and, and like I'm like, first of all, cool mom. Um, second of all cool mom. third of all, cool <laughs> baby. that's cool because yeah. that baby gets to be like, hey, my first concert, no big deal flaming lips in a bubble. It would have been funny
0: if the, if the baby had its own bubble.
1: No, it would have been sad. Who would, be, who would be taking care of the baby? Oh no! Sad. Like, yeah, you know,
0: obviously the the mom is carrying the baby in the bubble.
1: How do you carry a baby in a bubble?
0: Easy. I mean, it's they're they're babies. They're small.
1: I feel like I feel like it would be a little bit more difficult than you think. I <laughs> Maybe feel like I'm not holding... picturing
0: these bubbles completely.
1: Yeah, I don't think you are. <laughs> I enjoyed the thought experiment of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you for that. Okay. Oh, it's a good song.
0: So I've found that like a lot of, you know, when, when I was going through all of the Flaming Lips songs, and I'm not a huge Flaming Lips fan uh, going into this, but I went through and I tried to capture like, you know, one of the things I do, if there's a band that I don't know that well, that we're going to look at, I take a look at song titles that I think seem interesting oh my
1: gosh all of them
0: yes that is exactly true it's every single or it it is chock full I'm, i'm just going through this list of you know of these songs and they're all like interesting sounding uh and this is this alphabetized list uh thousand foot hands um a spoonful weighs a ton um let's see uh anything you say now i believe you <laughs> are you a hypnotist um just and again i'm really i'm just in the a's at the fish fry <laughs> at the fish fry and the bigot's drunk <laughs> so butterfly how long it takes to die so it is they're literally you know all these very interesting songs it's very
1: overwhelming for you kurt there were too many interesting songs
0: well, it it made it so that uh, my my method of trying to find you know the humorous songs going by the song titles very difficult to do
1: because
0: <laughs> uh, they're very interesting, but not a lot of them again that I would find funny.
1: So, did you ever make it down to the W's on that list? Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. So, did you see the song "Waiting for Superman" or "Waiting I did. for Superman"? So, here's why it's funny. Not necessarily the lyrics. I'm not going to play the song, but. In the video, shock, uh, Wayne Coyne very shtickily walks into a pole, and I burst out laughing because somebody on this podcast has done the same thing.
0: When did I do that?
1: What you don't remember that? <laughs> we were walking out of Tim. And you walked, you thought I was going to trip over the sandwich board. (laughs) And you tripped or you walked right into the pole.
0: So this guy walks into a bar. (laughs) Okay.
1: Do do you remember it now?
0: I I totally remember this, yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) But uh, when Wayne Coyne does it in the video, um, he very much does not hit the pole at all. Like you can tell that he did not hit the pole, and then oh. like a second later, he's covered in like fake blood. And I'm like, oh, that's just funny because it's just silly, you know. What I mean?
0: You gotta commit to the bit, right? Just I know. In the
1: well, I guess his face is his moneymaker, so you know, <laughs> whatever. It's okay. I'm gonna give him a pass for not doing a good job of the schmecting. <laughs> schmacting being you know hurting yourself while acting it's, it's a theater oh, it, term is it really it, i don't know if it is a theater term but it is the, the term that we used at my theater when you uh, were um fake hurting yourself on stage it was called schmacting <laughs> because you were schmacking but and also acting <laughs> schmacting <laughs> oh and that was uh actually we coined that term uh and then like an hour later our tech director Mr. McKay cuz he was like an actual like paid employee um he drove a, like a makita through his through his hand
0: what what is
1: so a it was a power oh, a tool drill? brand, okay. yeah. yeah. He, I'm not sure if he's like if it was a nail gun, but it was a Makita. It was a power tool of some sort, and he put something through his hand and had you to know? be rushed to the hospital. And I was like, "That's some schmackdang right there." Um, <laughs> that's commendable. You right know now?
0: the brand name of the tool, but you don't know what the tool was. Look, <laughs> no, I that's... am
1: not mechanically minded. Okay, I was on tech crew as well but i was only audio (laughs) and i know my soundboard that's fine uh i do not know the power tools all i know is that the thing that was in his hand was called a makita he would call the makita that was what we all knew it as (laughs) (laughs) it was not only me all
0: right so so an example of them of the flaming lips being funny and and invent or actually I take that back I, I, and I did an example of them being inventive and interesting but um maybe not funny is the way that they released the song uh two blobs effing are you familiar mm. with this mm-hmm. the the song exists I'm reading this off of Wikipedia, but the song exists as 12 separate pieces on YouTube and must be played simultaneously to be heard as intended. So I kind of appreciate this. I kind of like, you know, that you're almost setting up this little scavenger hunt for your fans and you, where they have to put a little effort in, in order to really achieve what, uh, you know, what, what you're wanting, but I don't know. Seems a little extra, you know.
1: <laughs> there, that's the entire point of the flaming lips cart. Yeah, the entire point is to be extra.
0: Okay, so right, you've got two choices in front of you, Jen. You can okay. go through. First of all, I'm I'm just thinking in my head how you play twelve separate pieces on YouTube at the same time, and I think you have to download all twelve of them, put them into like Audacity or GarageBand, link them up together, and then play them together. So would given the choice of doing that or some friend of yours already did that for you and you can just play the song. No,
1: mm-mm.
0: no, you do it.
1: Yeah, no, I would do it. So what I would, what I think is intended in this piece, like in the art that he's trying to create or that they're trying to create is um, like getting together with a group of people and then each of you playing one of them
0: ah, simultaneously
1: okay. because then you get a mini concert experience too.
0: Okay, so I don't know if you have eleven friends that are, have good enough timing to make that successful. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, like not over the internet, but like when you're in live in person, yeah, we could all do that. We could, you all hit like three, two, one, click play,
0: and then one guy's got oh, I got an ad here, and oh, uh, <laughs> I got.
1: You know what? You want to rain on this parade? Go for it, sir. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's a,
0: I, I appreciate what you're saying, and I didn't think about getting you know getting the eleven friends together to make it happen, and that does make it more feasible. But
1: right, all and right, it makes it more fun, and it's more of an experience. And I think I think that that's the intention behind it. I don't know, obviously, but like if I if that was my art piece, that's how I would want it done.
0: Okay, you convinced me, Jen. Let's get some friends. <laughs> Once we're able to like get together in person with 10 friends, let's do this. Okay. Oh my
1: gosh. The next time that we have an improv practice, <laughs> we should all we should just send links to everybody, be like, this one's yours, this one's yours, this one's yours. Okay, everybody hit play. Yeah, cue it up, it. get just past the it.
0: ads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: okay. I'm on board now. Yeah. I like it.
1: How do you know that they monetized it?
0: Hmm? I don't. Hmm? I didn't say you, that they did.
1: Well, you said that they're ads, and generally, that's when you monetize your YouTube stuff is when the ads pop. Oh, out. I, oh. I just, it, uh,
0: do. You have the choice of not having ads. I guess you do. Okay. Yeah. I there's so much. It's just so common to have ads in the front of it. I would have assumed, but you're right. I that's. I, I mean, I don't know
1: this for certain, but I imagine that that's how the monetization works in YouTube. Yeah. It's a it's yeah. a theory. It's a theory. Okay.
0: All right, well, we will check that out and potentially report back in a later episode.
1: So I have one last song that I must play because this was one of I think their biggest um, commercial hits in recent, like more recent commercial hit. Um, And it is Do You Realize? Um, And again, this is a juxtaposition funny. Like this is what he's saying and what it sounds like are two very different things and it makes me love it all the more and i find it very humorous so i'm going to just play this little clip okay poignant and sweet and beautiful and a little bit sad but like you I mean like I just I really get his sense in this song like it's such a great song and I love that juxtaposition I just do I think it's funny um but on like a more intellectual level like that it's funny um that it's not like a slapsticky thing but it's such a good good piece
0: I yeah I enjoy the song quite a bit but it didn't make my list of songs I would have considered funny, but yeah, it's a, it's a very, yeah, very sweet. I, I like it a lot. And again, not my, not my typical jam, you know, in terms of, you know, a lot of, it's, a, you know, a lot of the music, it's very ethereal and, you know, which is not what I usually go for, but this was a very sweet song.
1: What is your typical jam, Kurt?
0: Um, it, Really, it's it's hard rock. Uh, you okay. know, I'd like I like stuff that's you know more uh, straight ahead rock and roll. Um, and basically, any word that uh, I, I had this thought once that any word that precedes rock, I would like to play in a band that does that. You know, <laughs> <punk> rock, <laughs> funk rock, classic rock, country rock. I played in a country rock band for what a while. you did. played. Yeah. When I was living in Utah, I, I did that for a few years. What?
1: I don't know go. why I'm like so shocked. I um, did a bunch of Dixie Chicks songs when I was in college. So um, yeah.
0: Oh, you mean now just, now, just the, the Chicks. chicks yes. was a great
1: move. Great move. <laughs> but yeah. I had a bunch of, I can't even remember, but there were like two uh, like actual, opera majors and me, and we did a bunch of uh, chicks
0: covers. (laughs) Which was your favorite one?
1: Um, Oh, I knew you were going to ask it. Oh, we were wearing fatigues. We were wearing camo, so that means... (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. Stop your laughing.
0: Did you change for each song? Did you wear different i mean yes we
1: would Uh, (laughs) we would
0: Uh, okay that's um, very weird al of you it was
1: traveling soldier that was my okay yeah cool and we had you know camo stuff to wear (laughs) Uh,
0: okay so i have a few other random facts about oh uh,
1: please chair
0: yeah, and and again, everything like kind of surrounding Flaming Lips, I find very amusing. Um, just you know, not necessarily all of their music, but did you know that the Flaming Lips have a Guinness Book of World's Records record?
1: What is that record, Kurt?
0: Most live concerts in twenty four hours.
1: What they beat Frank Turner.
0: Frank Turner. They said yeah. that they they uh, broke the record of Jay Z when I read about this. Hmm. All right. Now we're going to have to look at that to see if they... Frank Turner. When did Frank Turner...
1: Oh, it must have been... He did 24 shows in 24 hours. Um,
0: Well, And then he got on
1: a plane and played at a festival in Helsinki. And I can't remember...
0: That's right. I do remember you talking about this. Um, Yeah. So it is clearly uh the guinness book has specific requirements on what you know constitutes a concert
1: mm-hmm. so
0: you know you and i could sit in front of our cat and you know play you know, have each song first be like all, 4 seconds long
1: first of all why'd you choose the animal that we're allergic to <laughs> well, i don't <laughs> know why it's would you do sillier. that to me? Is it clear? Because I can only stand to be in a room with a cat for one hour before I start having breathing difficulties. Well, exactly.
0: So my point (laughs) is that we could play for like five seconds, leave, call that a concert, come back, play another five seconds, call that a concert. So clearly there are some rules about what constitutes a concert. Well, Frank
1: Turner did this in, um, I want to say like 2009 because I was still in grad school and I knew I couldn't go um i don't think that i don't think that they were in the u.s i think that they were overseas but um because he's british hey this is the book
0: of world records so this that would count if it met the criteria
1: okay well i'm gonna see i'm gonna i'm gonna look at the current have you checked to make sure that it's still current well (gasps) it does say that they
0: did it in 2012
1: 2012 okay so yeah they beat him
0: so I'm not sure. How that, many again.
1: concerts was it? Do you know? It was it? eight. It was eight? Yes. What? Ah, so, okay, fine. So
0: so maybe there was like a minimum duration. That's yeah, required. maybe there was a
1: duration. Or maybe it was like a minimum amount of people. Because I know that Frank Turner did them, like he did small concerts that day. Um, oh. And he re- recorded it for a video. Um, oh, why isn't it coming to me? Hmm...
0: But I am seeing here that the concerts, which were required to be at least 15 minutes long, as per Guinness Rules, featured the mix of special covers, songs, yada yada. Anyway, so at least 15 minutes long. Which again doesn't seem like that much. There's gotta be another rule about like you can't just have like the same crowd there and do
1: eight oh. fifteen
0: minute sets and call those eight different concerts. So
1: mm-hmm. I'm I sure think there- so I think what Frank Turner did was it was the song The Road. And he did it. Um, I think he just did one song in multiple places, like 24 times ah, okay. in 24 hours. Um, because if you watch that video, it's concert footage and he's like wearing the same outfit the whole time. Yep. And it seems, it appears to be the same day. So I think that that's what he did it for. That's it. Okay. I'm well, defending.
0: So. In addition to the gummy bear record, they also have this record for concerts, which is. Cool. I
1: don't know if it's an official Guinness Book World Record, like for the gummy bear thing, but I, I... hope it is. I hope okay. it is.
0: And then. Oh,
1: um, what a great, thank you for finding that fact.
0: And they did a song on the SpongeBob the Musical sound.
1: I know. <laughs> can you play it?
0: I can. It's not. It's not especially funny, but I can play it. Um, oh I actually played two different songs uh, because when I was researching that one, I also remembered and that uh, they might be giants had a song on that. Uh, and yeah. I'm of course corrected to say that it is the original cast recording, not soundtrack. But
1: oh uh, well, you know, one can never be too specific. We only have tomorrow To try to save the day The world will end tomorrow SpongeBob, we have to find a way
0: Okay, and that so was it's uh, done,
1: of course by Sandy the Squirrel.
0: I believe that that is correct.
1: Uh, I know so, it's correct. I've seen the
0: I've seen the musical. Oh, you have. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Oh, okay. When did did you see it in New York?
1: I did not know.
0: Where I did saw, you see
1: it? I saw the recording of it that they played oh. on Nickelodeon for. Some <laughs> the what? They played they played the musical on like it was. A, they had the musical on Nickelodeon. That's great. It was really good. The guy who played Plankton was great, and I'm like, oh, such a good villain. <laughs> I Is Which, that one of
0: your dream roles?
1: <laughs> uh, if I could be Plankton, I mean, like it's it's obvious I'm an obvious choice for Plankton. Yes, I'm. I'm the right height. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> also, I look good in eye patch. Just saying. You know who else looks good in eye patch? Wayne Coyne. Have you seen the video, Captain? Because he is wearing the eye patch in it, and it does not look ironic at all.
0: Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy that if he had an eye patch on, you wouldn't think twice. No. You just like, yeah, that guy yeah,
1: should be wearing that seems an eye
0: reasonable. Patch. <laughs> Okay, so help me out with this. This is a random thought that I had. Uh-oh. I, it, an eye patch is often considered to be like a like a badass kind of thing. Yes, like a
1: battle scar.
0: Well, okay, so, but what's more, I mean, if if you actually had like a a, a scar or something like happened to your eye, wouldn't it be more badass to just not wear one?
1: No, man, because that's creepy looking.
0: Exactly. Right. That's part of the, I mean, having a scar on your eye. Yeah. That's like more badass than actually wearing something that saves other people's feelings. Or the other reason why you wear an eye patch is that you're, you know, you having an issue with one eye being less, uh, you know, acute than the other. And so you put the eye patch on one to allow the other. Or you have a
1: mobility issue with one of the eyes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So both of those seem like either you're being considerate or you're being like you're following doctor's orders. Neither of those seem very badass to me.
1: Uh, it feels pretty badass to follow your doctor's orders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Dr. Lamb first.
1: <laughs> I do have a doctorate. Need to say okay, that. but
0: you get my point, right?
1: Yeah, yes, okay. I do. I do. I do. But wear an eye patch, Brett.
0: <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> okay. Just
1: being a Flight of the Concords reference.
0: Yes. <laughs> Um, and did you see the Funny or Die video with the Flaming Lips? <gasps> no. It is called "Flaming Lips Sell Out," and it has. <gasps> wait,
1: wait! Are real big fish in it? No. Why?
0: <laughs> Do <you, laughs> "sell out" was a phrase before real big fish wrote a song. I don't
1: believe you at all? <laughs> <laughs> they, they made it just themselves. Lies. <laughs>
0: But it's uh, John Daly as a record executive, and these just pitching all these different ideas and how the Flaming Lips can sell out, and and they do a pretty decent job of you know contributing to the bit. So I I definitely recommend that, and I have to give them uh, some some bonus points. It's not just something that they kind of signed up to and just sat there. They were they were pretty good in it.
1: So that reminds me of, um, when Wayne Coyne was on, uh, the Stephen Colbert late, late night, late show, late show with Stephen Colbert, um, four years ago. And he did, he was doing a David Bowie tribute. Um, but he also asked Stephen if he could play for like a tribute for every band that he liked. And Stephen was like, no. And so he puts together this song, this little song bit where he talks about all of the bands that he likes. And it was really funny.
0: Oh, that's cool. Is that? Yeah. I should check that out. Is it? Did, was it released as a song? As separately as a song?
1: Oh no! It's just it's on YouTube. It's like a little bit on YouTube. You can see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun.
0: Sounds good. Good times. Well, I have covered all of my notes.
1: Oh my gosh, I have too. Are you ready to rate the Flaming Lips? I am. Okay.
0: I'll let you go first though.
1: Okay, sure, fair. I knew you were gonna do it. Um, so I am gonna give the flaming lips a six because much like uh my talking heads uh rating, I am rating them on overall aesthetic as well as their their songs. Because you can't separate the two. You just can't. <laughs>
0: Okay. And, and I do appreciate a a lot of their experimental concepts and they, they are very thoughtful. just, they don't bowl me over with their humor and it's kind of hard to just put them on, you know, just a one to 10 scale. But since I am forced to as part of this podcast, (laughs) I'm going to give them a four.
1: That seems fair. I think that is what we both rated talking heads. Um, but ah, flaming lips, like the visuals are just so much for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I'm with you again. Very cool. Very imaginative. Just not what I'd call hilarious. Mm
1: -hmm. Fair enough.
0: Excellent. So that was a listener pick from listener Tom. And that means yes. Thank you, Tom. Which means that it is time for me to (gasps) pick the next band.
1: And of course
0: I did not think about it that much. So <laughs> I am now checking my list of bands that I would like to, to consider. And I am going to pick the band Cake.
1: Oh, <gasps> That was on my list. <laughs> okay. Fine.
0: This is going to happen more than once, right? We don't yeah. have that different of taste of music.
1: Uh, fair enough. Well, I, for one, am looking forward to this.
0: I am very much looking forward to it as well. All right. Well, until next time, this is Kurt.
1: And this is Jen. And, and we just made a, a podcast. podcast. Okay. two. That's our show. It's time to go. Gosh, that hour really went by fast. Hope you had fun. This ep is now done. Kurt and Jen made a podcast. Perfect. Is it though? Oh, my voice hurts my-